Hey, thanks for joining us on the No Limits Church podcast. This is a place to get equipped to make a difference for the kingdom of God. So get ready to be empowered by this message. You see, we're all in danger of putting our faith in ourselves. We live a pretty good life. We're here in America, living a blessed life, working hard, raising families, and even going to church. We have every version of the Bible on our phones. Man, that's sweet. We know how to speak the Christian language. We, look, we can look really good on the outside. And I don't think anybody would ever say this out loud. At least I hope they wouldn't say it out loud. But subconsciously, there's many people that wonder this. Is there really anything that I need to be saved from? I mean, life is good. I got this. Plus, when we compare our lives to the rest of humanity, we're, we're good people. Doing good things. Isn't that what God is looking for? Is the requirement to enter heaven? Isn't he going to compare us to each other and let in the ones who are better than the rest of? You see, pride is a sneaky little booger. Have you ever noticed that? It always convinces you that you don't have it. Just me. Like anybody had an encounter like, you're like, oh man, all that time I thought I wasn't prideful just to find out that I was prideful. But the reality is anytime that we boast in ourselves, it's pride. And I'm going to give you a few hidden examples today. You know, if you think that since you pray more, read the Bible more, or fast more, that you have an edge on all the other believers in a church, uh, that would be considered not righteousness, but pride. If you find yourself impressed with your ability to operate in spiritual gifts, uh, God's not impressed with that, by the way. If you find yourself impressed with your ability to reach the lost, God's not impressed with you either. You're boasting yourself up. And if you're upset that the church has not caught the same spiritual revelation that you have, I know none of us have ever been there. We would like to call that righteous anger, right? That's righteous. No, that's prideful anger. (laughs) And we're so good at elevating ourselves that we read the Bible and we think, yes, I can do all of this myself. I can do it all myself. What we fail to realize is that many of the New Testament promises are addressed to the church as a group, not to you individually. In other words, these promises, they don't belong to you. They belong to the church. And you get to partake in the promises when you become part of the church. That's good stuff. Let me give you an example. This found in Ephesians 3.20. It says, Now all glory to God, who is able through his mighty power at work within us to accomplish infinitely more than we might ask or think. His mighty power at work within who exactly? Me, right? No, within us, the church as a united group. We only accomplish infinitely more when we actually come together and all of us allow God's mighty power to work in us as a group, as the body of Christ. Are are you seeing it? I mean, I think you'll probably read the Bible a little differently after today. No longer will you erroneously translate that word we to me. Like we like, to, we like to translate we to me. The only reason we do it to begin with is because the world has trained us to think that way. We've been trained to think that way, but now you're no longer conformed to the world in that area. Praise the Lord, because you've been transformed by the renewing of your mind with the word of God. And you know, if nothing else, we need to be saved from self. We need to be saved. We need freedom from pride and self-righteousness because your entrance into heaven is not determined by how good you are. I mean, get real with yourself. Do you really think that your goodness stands a chance against the righteousness of Almighty God? None of us can measure up to the glory of God. I mean, even the nicest 
best behaving person, like Amy in the back. I mean, nicest, best behaving person. Sorry, Amy, but you don't stand a chance against the presence of God. No one measures up, not one person in this room. But thank God, hell is not the destination for those who belong to Christ Jesus. In exchange for our sin and eternal death, Jesus has given us freedom and eternal life. And you know, the Ten Commandments and the Old Testament law, they were unable to save us. They told us exactly what to do. We just couldn't pull it off because of our weakness, because we just couldn't measure. We couldn't do it. So God looked at us in our struggle. Look at them struggling, right? Look at that. And with great compassion, he sent his son to inhabit a human body. God's perfect son coming to live in the same flesh that we have. We hear that so much, it kind of becomes, it's just common in our minds, but that is just an incredible thing to think about. You know, the perfect law of God requires a blood sacrifice when it's broken. It requires blood, and the only, it's the only redeeming act, because here's the deal, a good deed cannot undo a bad deed. Have you all ever tried that? A good deed cannot undo a bad deed, but a blood sacrifice can. And all you have to do is break one of God's laws, and it's like you've broken them all. So that kind of wrecks the world of somebody who's like, well, I haven't murdered anybody, and I haven't done this and that, but all you have to do is break one, and you've broken them all. Because God cannot allow any amount of sin in his presence, so one misstep, and you're out. If you're relying on your own goodness, one misstep, and you're out. Can you see how wretched you are without Christ? There's no hope for you without Christ. None. None. If God did not provide a way, every single one of us would spend eternity in hell. Have you ever thought about that sobering truth, reality? Without Christ, every single one of us would spend eternity in hell. But God declared an end to sin's control over us by giving his son as a sacrifice for our sins. A blood sacrifice was required, and God is the one who fulfilled the requirement completely and forever through Jesus Christ. I know it's not this, like, isn't a normal, like, church message these days, right? Especially not on Christmas. Like, Kate has lost his marbles preaching like this on Christmas. I mean, we've gotten used to the church making us feel good about ourselves. That's the sign of a good church, right? If you leave feeling good about yourself. But I'm not here to make you feel good about yourself. I'm here to remind you that you are nothing without Christ. <laughs> Isn't that great news? Nothing. You're nothing without Christ. Your entire life is but a vapor that would end eternity in hell without Christ. You could be the most confident, put together, nicest person that's out there. You could live a good life, like a full 85 years, have kids, stay married the whole time, build this amazing business empire, and you would leave and you would be nothing without Christ because you would spend eternity in hell and that 85 years would go up and smoke like a vapor and would mean nothing. Hmm. All have sinned. Isn't that what scriptures say? All have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Yet God, in his wonderful grace, he freely makes us right in his sight, and he did it through Jesus Christ, who has freed us from the penalty of sin. Glory to God. Jesus is the only way out of your wretched existence. He's the only way. If you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. That's the good news. And you know, there's, there could be people in this gathering right now, here, that you thought you were saved before you walked in the room today. But you just realized, oh my gosh, my faith 
has been in myself this whole time. I thought that my goodness was going to earn me favor with God. You thought because your good behavior, God was going to allow you access into heaven, but your good behavior will never be enough. It'll never be enough. Never. You may have even said the salvation prayer years ago, but you were just maybe going through the motions. You didn't truly make Jesus the Lord of your life. You didn't submit yourself to Christ. And so if you have a stirring inside of you right now because you realize, oh my gosh, I'm without Jesus and I don't want to be without him anymore. I want to invite you right now to stand to your feet and receive the salvation that belongs to you. Go ahead, stand to your feet right now if that's you. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Salvation belongs to you, my friend. It's a gift that's been provided to you through Jesus Christ. So I want you to just boldly and confidently repeat these words after me. Say, Jesus is my Lord. Today I die to myself. And I receive eternal life in Christ. And it's that simple. You receive it in your heart. It's not any magic words that you say. It's not... You don't even have to do this at church, but I'm glad you're doing it today. Today is the day of your salvation. I want to give you a moment. I want you to just close your eyes where you are so that you can just have a conversation with the Lord and let him minister to you right where you are. Everybody else in the room, just take this moment to pray. Lord, we thank you for our salvation. We thank you that it's a free gift and that it's always available. We thank you that whenever we receive salvation, that we're made a new creation in Christ. Old things pass away and all things become new. And now you see us as holy and without fault in your eyes because you see us through the blood of Christ. Lord, we believe that the blood of Jesus was enough. It was more than enough, that that, that it's been complete. The blood sacrifice is complete and it's forever. And I don't have to come back over and over again and receive salvation because I've received it. I've received it all. And I know that you will walk through this with me as I work out my own salvation, as I become on the outside who you've just made me on the inside, pure and clean and and perfect. That's how you see me. Help me to become who I am. Man, that was good, wasn't it? Help us get God's word out to everyone who needs it by partnering with us financially. Your generous giving is what enables us to make a difference for the kingdom of God. Visit nolimits.fyi to give securely online. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss a message. And thanks again for listening. Now let's go make a difference.